that gets me pumped up. <laughs> I wonder who that woman is. Like, that woman has like a whole like. A... All right, here we go. Draft preview. Hopefully she's getting paid because she draft... is on every voiceover. All right, so most of the time, draft preview. I got a lot of feedback from the league. The league told me they liked the rankings I did, but it was too simplistic. And so, Dobbins injury. I redid hold on, the rankings. Hold on. Who who are the league names that you spoke to? I want to know. Did we did we have a consensus here? Was it? Nah, one I'm actually lying. Only okay. you only you told me that they were wrong, and I was like, I feel like the whole league wants it. Maybe you right, just told me. Enough. I don't remember. So I redid it, okay. and I redid it after the Dobbins injury, and so I was like, ooh, that really has to hurt Breen, and it did. Okay. Yeah. And so here's how I redid the. Here's how I did the rest. So we have a new. I have a new power rankings. Okay. And so I changed the format where now instead of just, I forget what I did, zero, one, three, four, five, I have seven superstar. Okay. Five star, three solid, one fine to keep, zero bleh. So a little better distribution in it. It probably over indexes on having stars, but I feel like you want stars. But why don't you just do one through five? Why, why do you because have to I do want that? to show a delineation. There's a big difference <laughs> of having Tyreek Hill than of having a, Allen Robinson. And I want one, to three, five, seven does that instead of you can't just make it easy. I don't want to make it easy. But here's what so I did it. I, and I have a new. So here's now the distribution of the league. All right. Top team, two teams tied at 39. Mm-hmm. One team at 18 is the lowest. Okay. That's then nice. the thing we talked about. So I then re I restructured it with, if you kept two quarterbacks, the second quarterback automatically got a one. Yes. Okay. Like so that, that way, I didn't give Breen and you an over. So Breen, let's just say with the new rankings, Breen did not fare well. He lost Dobbins and his backup quarterback. Oof. Yeah. That's a tough. That's a tough break. This no no pun intended. Uh, I guess he didn't break anything. But that's break uh, anything. Yeah. tough. Yeah. That's a tough, that's a tough one there. It's been a rough week for him. Dobbins uh, is an awful injury. That's a killer for Brady. Yeah. All right. Well, I agree with you, even though, um, you know, uh, the, I, I am one of the teams that loses the most from this scoring yep. change. Yep. I always think it's funny that the, that the team that is ranked first is always the one that wants to do preseason rankings. Uh, but I will, uh, I'll let it, I remember when no, I was. <laughs> no, Pete, it's the guy doing the podcast for the league who wants the ranks. All right, here's I, don't, the, I, don't spend, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we talked about this last time I want to get the draft. Okay. We've got some pretty clear tiers now to do this. So Lloyd continues to be bottom of the barrel. Yeah. And then the next tier, so Lloyd is 18, Spates and Innis right above Lloyd at 27 and 28. So big delta between them and Lloyd, but they're still the bottom. Spates is nine, Innis okay. is eight. Okay. Then there's another tier, which is two 34s, a 35, and a 36. Okay. Okay. So the 34s tied sixth and seventh are you and you and your cousin, you and Angie. Keep it in the family. Each at 34. And then Breen with all the injuries is in that same tier at 35. Oh, that's he's, terribly depressing for my he's team. He's tied for fifth. And then Casey is right there. Casey, I have at the moment is the fourth team. And they're preseason keepers. Okay. So that's your second tier. Okay. And so then the top tier is 138 and 239s. 39, 39, 38. So that's the and you and who? Oh. DeVito and me, 39. Really? The Darian, 38. Yeah. Really? Yeah, DeVito's team's good. I'm just going off math. 
And then there's a lot of rumors that there's a trade coming, but I don't want to talk on any rumors. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We don't want to, we don't want to spread speculate. room. I don't want to spread any rumors. I don't want to spread. Uh, there's a lot I, of rumors. Uh, you know, I like the overall, I like the, the tiers, the way you have them, obviously Lord in the basement. I like the 10 following that. Uh, and then after that, in these, in the middle tier, I would, I would switch Casey and DeVito. I don't see DeVito up there. I think DeVito has names and I think that lends you to make you think like, Oh, that guy's a keeper. Oh, that guy's a keeper. That guy. And mm-hmm. I, I like their, their, their very sexy names. Don't get me wrong. Much like the manager. Yeah. But I think that, you know, at the end of the day, I, I think that he's still that tier below. Okay. Hey, don't no. yell at me. Don't yell at me. Just yell at the outcomes. But I think, again, right. I don't think it changed much. I don't think yeah. it changed much. But I think it was a good – so I'm going to then just do the same I exercise. Know, Vito jumps into the top three. That changes a yeah, lot. Yeah, but he was right there before, too. His team, again, has all that balance. And he only has Ooh. one quarterback, which helps. Wait, what, what did you have him before? He was tied for fourth before. Oh, okay. So he was right. right there. But again, everybody at the top was pretty close. And then what I'm going to do, I'm going to do this again post draft. So that way we can see how the draft picks help this. But again, if you and I talked about this last week. I, I'm not a huge proponent that you're going to get any fives in the draft. I think there's only one five in the draft. And I think maybe you pick up a three and then a couple ones in there. Did you ever notice as an adult, you start talking through burps more than you did as a child? No. You go, I just got to, you know, oh, yeah. uh, we got to get back to this. And, uh, it just seems like something I do a lot more as an adult. I noticed you just did it. But anyway, continue. Did I fight through it? You did well. You did well. Like a real pro. I'm not gonna lie. My wife made me a cocktail tonight. We got some Ooh. strawberry vodka. Delightful. Ooh. With elderberry water. Wow. It was strawberry vodka. Did your daughter buy that for you? No, she bought it. I don't know. I think she <laughs> roofied me, but that's okay. Um, whatever. Okay. Okay, so that's the preview. I think, again, where things stand can, remains competitive. Lloyd has a lot of work to do. A couple of those bottom teams were not as good as we expected. And tomorrow night. Tomorrow night's the night. A lot could change. So, you okay? Great. You okay? Yep, good. So, here's what we got. We both did a mock. Yes. We're going to do the mocks. Does it have the official name? Are we going with the official name? What's the official name? The Michael, the first annual Michael Turner. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the first annual Michael Turner mock draft. No, All right, that one die. Don't let that one die. Forgot we talked about that. All right, so the first official Michael Turner mock draft. I, I don't know if the league's going to be mad at us. And I don't know if people will be influenced by who two objectively successful managers think should get drafted in the first round. Can I make a fantasy confession? Yeah, go. I've never told anybody. It feels dirty right now. <laughs> um, in 2003, I had the first overall pick, and I had no idea who to pick. And you were in homeroom with me, and you said you knew who I was going to pick. I didn't? And without knowing anything at all, I go, go ahead, guess. And you whisper, you leaned over to me, and you go, Deuce McAllister. And I go... Check. I'm taking Deuce McAllister. <laughs> and I, I, I had no idea who to pick. And I went in. I, I drafted Deuce McAllister. He was awesome that year. I had no idea who he was. And uh, he dra- He like ran for like 10 straight 100-yard games. And yep, there it was. So I got to say, advice from other managers, embrace it. You never know who's going to pop up. Do you want me to tell you something I've never embraced okay, told anybody? Let's hear it. It was the Vonta draft of 2011, and I had the first pick. You oh. remember the draft with Le'Veon Bell, a lot of quality top running backs. Okay. And I asked you who you'd picked. Remember what you said to me? Who 
who I was going to pick? You said take Dave on Austin. Did I really? No. Just fucking with you. That wasn't 2011, too. That was like 2018. <laughs> I remember the year you took Tavon Austin. Oh, it's awful. Like a bad year. There was, there was so many good running backs. So many Except good running backs. You took Tavon Austin, and I was just like, ooh. Ooh. So the, the concept behind it, which is going to bring up before this, the reason why I took Tavon Austin was that was the year after Odell. And I was like, man, to spend a 10th pick in the NFL draft for a guy who I thought if he's that good, could be on my team for 10 years. That was what I had told myself. Because if you look back at the Odell year, Odell's one of the few guys still in the league from that draft. And so that was my thought. I mean, I whiffed. And it set my franchise back years and years and years. It's taken me a long time to get back to the promise line. But that was, my, that was my view. So now we're at a chance tomorrow night. Some people will have the opportunity to pick somebody who will be on their franchise for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that will be Innes. Everyone else, sorry. So I felt like when I did the mock, I only had one pick that I felt confident I knew was going to happen. I only was, I only said, I think Ennis is taking Najah Harris. Okay. Did you have Ennis taking Najah Harris? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Good. I said that because Ennis told me he's taking Najah Harris. That was why. <laughs> okay. Well, that's easy enough. So much for a guest. Um, so that, that's who I said. And then, so what I did, I took just the ESPN, like cheat sheet, yeah. dynasty cheat sheet, crossed everybody out and said, All right, who's left? And so that's how I tried to figure out, like, well, who do I think people might take? Okay. Did you do anything beyond that? Or how did you figure out even what players you wanted to toss on the board? So I looked at the um, – I looked at the league. If you look at the league, so I add the keepers as people are um, – as people put them in. Yeah. So if you go on our Yahoo League, you can see just who's available on the league by doing it oh, that way. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So that's open to everybody. Everyone's, oh. Everyone can look at it. Good tip. Good, good pre-draft tip. I think it has it. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, there should be under available players. It should have everyone that's not a keeper on there. So you can be able to see who's the top available. So um, I look at that. I also take uh, into consideration the managers big time. And um, I look at previous, like uh, previous draft history, what they've done year over year. I have some notes year over year of what each person has done and what I think they're going to do based on that. And then, um, yeah, that's basically it. That's how I kind of do it. I, I take a little bit into consideration of what I would do, but again, I don't really value the draft. So yeah. it's hard for me to be like, oh, maybe this, that, that guy. Yeah. It's kind of spitting hairs for me. All right. So do you want to go through the mocks or do you want to give the tidbits that you learn from the people as you go? Because there are some people who don't have first round picks who we won't talk about. Sure. Well, let me talk about Innis first. I, even though I know right. he's going to get Harris and that's an easy pick. Um, if you look at his draft history, he has Edward Tiller, Taylor, and then CeeDee Lamb. Yep. And then 2018, he had Sony Michelle. In 2017, he had Dalvin Cook. And then 2014, he had Sammy Watkins. So I did the I did the numbers all the way back to 2013. So uh, I was trying to look for trends. Yep. Well, I, we have them on the things. So I was I was yep. trying to look at trends to see what they did. So there really was no trends other I than yeah. He usually goes wide receiver or running back. So yep. anyway, Najee Harris, easy layup for the second straight year in a row. The kid has very chalk picks to make yep. for the top picks. So yep. Yep. it's kind of like Breen early 2000s. But yep. so. Yep. I had Najah. I thought Najah was an easy pick. When we went to Case, I did something similar to that for Case. I didn't look back as far as you did, so I want to get your announcement. I want to know, as you were doing, because I had someone slotted in for Case, mm-hmm. and then I did a pretty lazy man's version of what you just said to look, and I changed my pick for Case. So what did you learn from Case? What did you find from what he's picked in the past, and who did you end up picking for him in the mock? 
Okay. He's made uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's made seven first round picks since 2013. Not, not across all the years he's had, you know, some blank years, some he's had double years. He's drafted a running back every single time, except for in 2016 with his second first overall pick with his second first pick. Was it Blake Bortles? He took Blake Bortles. Um, he tends to biff the pick and, and no disrespect to Brian, but you know, JK Dobbins, I mean, I, I love Brian Casey. So I, you know, just no disrespect, but in like a really rich line of drafts, he always picks the guy that never pops. Like he picked JK Dobbins last year. Okay. And then obviously this year, whatever that that's, that kind of stinks. He got a uh, fr- uh, Royce Freeman. That's bad. Carry on. Yeah. Some good picks. In, the, in the moment, those are good picks. Those are the right picks. Yeah. He picked Marshawn Lynch the year that we all got, stud like we all got franchise running backs he picked Marshawn Lynch that year that he came back for Oakland like that's just you know just unlucky Duke Johnson and he took Monty Ball so he takes running backs so I was kind of like I was kind of looking at his at his team and I think Jamar Chase is the next best rookie available yep yep but I think that's not Brian Casey's style I think he's gonna go for a running back and I think He's some guy that keeps up. He keeps up on the news. This is too too much of a lead in on the second pick. I think he's going to take Gus Edwards. Sorry, he's going to take Gus Edwards. Yeah. So I think that Gus Edwards is probably the best available. He's the hottest right now, oh. and and Brian Casey needs to win now. He's a guy that needs to do it, and he's young. He's not like he's taking like a veteran. And I think Gus Edwards is a good pick there. That's right. Guess, Guess who I have case picking? Who? Gus Edwards. Ah, two for two. <laughs> All right. You just. Well, now- the, so for me, Gus, he was the trickiest one for me, Gus Edwards, because he's obviously not a rookie. Yeah. He has one year. And so I'm like, for you to take Gus Edwards, you have to be bought in that this is your year. So if Lloyd had the two pick, I would not have had Lloyd taking Gus Edwards. No. If Breen had the two pick, I, I would have mistaken it. Yeah. So for me, because Case was so in, I put him for Gus Edwards as well. Look at us. Look at us, buddy. <laughs> all right so well, then yeah. we get to lloyd we have yeah. a true blank slate we know nothing about him about his tendencies about his so how did you break this one down well hold on i've drafted with this kid for 10 years ah. in fantasy baseball and he goes for normally like he auto draft he tends to auto draft but just doing him himself okay um, we have an ongoing joke that he has colored pencils and all this stuff and he okay. goes through a lot of stuff. So he does look at sheets. He does look at the names. So I do know some tendencies about him. He, he will do more than Ross. Okay. Anyway, I think that he's aware of the circumstances of the league. And I think that he will take chase at that spot. Yeah, me too. And, uh, and he is, I think he is at best rookie available, whoever it is, that's what he's picking. And I think chase is the best rookie. Available. I think that if he's there, I think that's the obvious pick that Dan makes. And there's no chance Casey makes that pick. Um, sure, of course. I mean, of course, especially after Casey listens to this. He's a proud guy. He just like, <laughs> he could, to me, Casey. So I had, I had what I felt like a pretty strong, I felt like I could pick who I thought the top six picks were going to be. Okay. Well, let's, so, let's, go, let's go to four and see what you got there. Because we're, okay. we're at three for three right now. So for four, because the big thing about Innis that I saw that you saw was the guy's balance. He loves balancing his team. Ooh. And so because he took Najee Harris, I didn't think he was taking another running back. I thought he was going to go safe and he's going to receiver. And I think 
the safest receiver in the draft is available at four, and I think it's Devonta Smith. And I have Guinness picking Devonta Smith at four. Interesting. Okay. Let me let me think about that one. I don't have I don't have Devonte Smith in my top ten. Whoa! What? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'm crazy. I didn't even I don't even have him in the top ten. I don't have him in the top ten of who I think the managers would pick or who I think I would pick. See, this is where okay, I feel so, bad because if Devonta if Devonta Smith falls in the top ten, I'm trained up to pick Devonta Smith. How about that? Wow. I, I think he's gonna well, how, pick. How is he not a top pick? He's the, the only receiver there who can play, and they're gonna throw the football unless you think Raiders a top ten pick. Wait, <laughs> let me let me give it that. Let me get back to that. It's not that I don't think that he's a he's a bad player. I think that he's a fantastic player. I right. just don't think that this is going to do that. I did have the same line of thought as you. I thought he was going to go running back, wide receiver because he's balanced. He looks yep. he's he, he did that with CD Lamb. He did it with a couple different guys. But I think the Denver Broncos fan in him is going to peek in and he's going to oh. go with Javante Williams. Okay. I think he's going to say, "Oh, Denver Broncos rookie running back. I'm a Broncos fan." Um, you know. I think that he's the kind of guy that would do that. Okay. I don't know. So I, I, I have – I could see Innis picking Williams. I could see Case picking Williams. Like, to me, he's he's yeah. the wild card because a lot of it depends on – the other thing I think that's interesting that we haven't talked about is cut day tomorrow. And so there's a world where some guys above these rookies get cut and it changes the entire makeup of the draft. What a great day to have a draft. The perfect day to have a draft. I could <laughs> see the Williams pick. I, I don't think it's wrong. I just think Innis was a balanced guy. That's how I ended up on Smith. So where do you put? I agree with the thinking. I definitely do. So that. you've got Najee one, Gus two, Chase three, Williams four, and then you've got Dedarian at five. Yeah. I felt like if the draft plays this way, I have picked Dedarian's pick. Oh, go ahead then, because I am lost at what he's going to do. I I see tendencies of what he's going to do. Oh, tell me his tendencies first. Then I'll, I'm not going to change my picks. I think this is a good pick. Tell me the tendencies. He blindly picks running backs and he's done it. He's done it every year since 2015. He just, every, every running, he just picks the running back list. And so there's been years where he goes right down the list and does D'Angelo Washington in the fifth round. Like he doesn't care. So acres, Singletary, he got woods because woods fell to him. And then he got Kamara Dixon. Uh, 2015 was a weird year. He took Amari Cooper and Deshaun Jackson. Good pick. Then was 2014 was the Terrence West year that he passed out. And then 2013 was the late, he had Le'Veon Bell, Chris Ivory, and Michael Floyd. So he goes even not just his first overall picks, but throughout the Most draft. Picks. So I, I have him picking a running back. Yeah. I have him picking Trey Sermon. Yeah. And I have I, him picking Trey Sermon because he has Mostert. And I feel like if the draft plays out this way and he can get Sermon, I think it's a classic to Darren pick. Yeah. I think it's smart. He's a good manager. I think he understands his team. And I have him picking Trey Sermon. And if I think if Trey Sermon's there, I would be shocked if that's not the Darian's pick. And I think Greeny really wants Trey Sermon and he won't be happy with it, but that's what I think. That's what I think he picks. Yeah, I agree with you. He has Monster. He has Monster, right? He has Monster. Yep. He has Monster. Yeah, so, yeah, Monster, whatever the hell his name is. Um, or heck, sorry. Oh. So uh whatever his name is, he has he has that guy. And so I could you know, that's there's value there. And and Sermon's not really going to make an immediate impact. He's going to be definitely more of a long run play. He can afford to play, uh, have a guy and sit on it. So easy pick there. I think it's five. Do you have, you have him taken Sermon as well? Yep. Yep. All right. All right. So then international man of mystery guy hasn't replied to a text in six months. Who knows what he's thinking? Who knows? What's your tendency on brain? What'd you learn? Well, he kept Kareem Hunt. So that was my first guess. <laughs> 
So, I actually changed his pick. I had a funny pick at first. I'm like, ah, he's not going to do that. I'll take I'm going. I'm going with it. I know exactly what you're thinking. I think he's going to take AJ Dillon. <laughs> yeah, I think he's just going to go and draft the guy that he cut again. Like that. What? I love that you. I love that you thought that. So that's who I had him penciled in for. But then I started to move stuff around. I had him at first as a Gus Edwards landing spot. I could see him picking Gus Edwards. Yeah. The way I had the draft playing out, I have him taking Javante Williams. And if that, I think if that happens, he would be the winner of the draft. Because I had in mind Innis taking Harris, Casey taking Edwards, Lloyd taking Chase, Innis taking Smith, Dedarian taking Sermon, and then I had Javante Williams falling to Breen at six, which would be a huge win for me. I think he goes running back because he loves having the plethora of young running backs. So wait, I'm sorry. Who did you think Breen's going to take? You think he's taking Dylan or no? No, Javante Williams. I had, Javante Williams. Oh, I'm sorry. I had I, I, Dylan on there because I had uh, Javante. So I changed a bunch of stuff up, but I, I have him taking Javante Williams. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But I did originally, I'm like, he's definitely taking AJ Dylan. I don't think Javante Williams would fall that far. I mean, I think, I, first of all, I really, I really think it's going to be hard to get him past Casey. Then... I think Ennis, there would be like no chance. So, and then the Darian, like the Darian wouldn't let him go by. So it's not like he's going to get the brain. All right, well, that's what you think. That's not what I think. All right. Then we get to back to back space. <laughs> Sorry, space. Yeah. <laughs> not the most exciting guy that the, not the most exciting draft picks. I, I'm not going to lie, but um, he can make a pick. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what I got. on. So here. I look back, Pete, last year, I, for some reason, remembered I had a bunch of late round guys. I wanted. Yeah. Every single one of them Spates picked right before me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so he, he, for some reason, picks the guys that I would pick. He definitely has a tendency to snipe. I think it's always the one that you want, but okay. So when it comes to first round picks, he has a much opposite taste for than I do. Um, it's never anybody that I'm interested in. I've picked behind him in the first round pick before and opposite to what I've just said. Mm-hmm. I've never been really like concerned with who he's going to pick in front of me. It's always been somebody ugly. It's like Justice Hill or, or yep. uh, Geis or um, picked Abdullah one year and oh, yeah. one year. Oh, yeah. They're just like not really that, that like they're not really that great. The ugly group of running backs that were in this area in, included Gus Edwards, which I thought would have been a good fit at the time yep. before yep. all this went down. So I thought he was going to take Gus Edwards, but then I don't know. I have a pick that is a clear Spates pick that Who's I that? think. So you got two. Think, give me one. Give me one. I think he's going to go with Chenault on the first one. Okay. Because I think I think like that just seems like a Spates wide receiver. <laughs> I don't know why he likes those big those big physical wide receivers. Okay. So, and then I think he's going to come back and take Pitts with the second one. Interesting. I could see Spates taking Pitts. And interestingly enough, I had the same logic as you, but ended up with a different receiver for Spates. Ooh. Which one? I have him taking Michael Pittman. That's an interesting one, too. I have Pittman there as my seventh. This is the seventh pick. I, I have him there as my, like, seventh best available person. So I, I have I so I have Spades taking Pittman, and then I have Spades doing something that's a little interesting. Ooh. Because he has two first-round draft picks and his team isn't great, I have taken Spades taking Travis Etienne in the eighth pick. Ooh. So – because to me, that's a huge, the two guys who I'm like, I don't know what the hell happened. It's a lot what of dead weight to carry, Mike. What happens with the – not really, though. 16 guys. What happens with the ETN and what happens with Akers? When do they go? I don't know. 
I, I wouldn't do it. I could see I, I could see somebody sitting on it and doing it, especially if you're in tanking mode. But like we talked yesterday, there's eight teams that are in this. Like yeah. there, there are a lot of guys that can really like would Lloyd take a you know shot on it and sit on him for a year. Probably it's in his best interest to do that, but I, I don't know. I, I maybe these guys go in the third or fourth rounds when people start to get a little bit when their roster starts to fill up a little bit. I don't know. I don't think. Could you really hold that the hold that position on your team all year? Sure. Why not? Sure. Bye weeks and all that stuff. Sure. If your team's not very good, what's the difference? Wow. I have I, a feeling someone's taking ETN in the first round or the beginning of the second round. That would if surprise you, me. If you have multiple picks and you have multiple guys, like you can make it work. If when ETN comes back, he's the franchise running back. Yeah, but you don't have to do it. There's so many good players in this draft. This draft is deep. I don't know, though. This is the thing we talked about last time, and I agree with you, which is to say, in the first round, if you can get a top 100 guy, you hit. Mm-hmm. So if you can get, for Spates in this case, Pittman, who I think is a top 100 guy, mm-hmm. Hilton, I would be shocked if he even plays a game this year. If he's like, I'll hit Pittman, and then I'll hit my top 100 guy for next year, and I'll hold ETN. I don't. I think there's one. Or, yeah, I think uh, not counting tight ends which I, I don't really like to do, but I think there's only one top 100 player in the draft. You think there's, you think there's more than one? Do you think that other than Harris, there's another top 100 player out there? Uh, yeah, Gus Edwards is. Gus Edwards definitely is a top 100 player. Javante Williams is a top 100 player. Yeah, there's a bunch of these guys who could be top 100 players, for sure. Get out of here. Javante for sure. Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see Javante. Okay. For sure. Not, for sure. I think Melvin Gordon stocks, so for sure. For oh, sure. yeah. I have A.J. Dillon. Sorry. I have Trey Sermon. Yeah, never mind. There's a bunch of people. For sure. For sure. All right. Heard. So then we get – I mean, this is gonna, you tell me how you want to deal with this. Okay. You're next. Because it's me. Because I don't know. You Tell me. Go ahead. Give me the Deuce McAllister of this trade. Well, <laughs> this, um, I can tell you what I'm thinking. Tell me what you're thinking. I know who I picked with you, and the person who I picked is still there. Okay. Based off what we talked about, The one of the guys who actually gotten picked, I almost put here for you, but I didn't put him for you. Okay. What were you thinking? So, okay. Um, I have no, I'll get any position. I don't care about running back or wide receiver or tight end. I would have taken Pitts if he was there. I, I don't care. If Pitts falls to me there, I'll take him in a second. He's um, there in my, he's there. I do not have Pitts going in the first. So he would be your pick in my draft. Yeah. So if Pitts fell to me in the first, I would definitely take him. I think if Chenault falls to me, I, I like Chenault before he caught a touchdown this weekend. And now everyone's on him because he caught a touchdown. But I thought that I, you know, I've always, I like the freak wide receivers too. So, um, I, I really, I was hoping that he would fall to me. I never really thought it was, I, I didn't want the ninth, like the ninth pick was kind of thrown into the deal. Yep. So I, I was just kind of, you know, I have, I'm not really planning for this. Um, if on the spot right now, you're telling me all these guys have been taken and I need to make a pick. I would probably take Waddle at that spot. Um, Pitts. I like, um, I really like TCU. I, I, I work for TCU. So I like Rager. Like he was always yep, one of yep, my favorite yep, players. Yep. So um, I would, I have a soft spot for him. Um, that's but what I, I was taking somebody you haven't even mentioned. Whoa. Wow. Blow we my talked mind. last week about big playability. We talked last week about how you like guys who can just make a play one catch 90 yards. Yeah. I have used Curtis Samuels to pick. Oh no. I've, I've done that road. Okay. I mean, <laughs> based off the way the draft's falling, there's going to be a lot of guys here who you like. No Redskins. Well, uh, no, no football teamers. Sorry. They, uh, I don't have, I don't have Waddle in my first round. I don't have Pitts in my first round. Well, you don't I have Waddle have... in your first round? Oh, I think nope. Waddle's a beast. He's nope. going to be an immediate impact player. Nope. Nope. Because he probably wouldn't fall past Darian, but I picked something for Darian's 10th pick just because I felt like I had to make a pick like this. 
Last okay. pick in the first round. Who do you have? Well, Jadarian? I got to my pick and I was kind of confused, so I did, I stopped right there. So okay, no. I never got. I didn't get to Jadarian. What do you got? I didn't realize it until I did my research. Jadarian didn't keep a quarterback. Oh, really? Interesting. He's going. What do you think he's going to go with? Well, I don't think he's actually going to do this. Based off my draft, he'd probably take Waddle. I have yeah. Jadarian taking Trevor Lawrence. Wow, that's that's a gutsy pick for now. Here's why. I really like Jalen Hurts, man. I don't. I can't believe he's a free agent. I don't know, dude. I don't even. Know gonna, but, but he's Lamar not going to be starting. He's not going to be. Is he going to be starting in eight weeks? So here's why I'm like. Here's why. But I'd rather have Lawrence. Lawrence would be better than Hurts this year. I look at the last two seasons and I'm like, why can't rookie running backs make an impact? Last year, Case's quarterback was Herbert. Two years ago, my quarterback was Kyler Murray. There's no reason a starting rookie quarterback can't be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL the first one. How is Tre- – if Trevor Lawrence isn't a top 15 quarterback in the first year, won't you be shocked? I'd be shocked. He's going to take every snap. He can run. He can do everything. Well, hold on. Top 15 is a pretty low bar. We but that's our league. You only need top 15 because Breen already has two and you already have two. So you're not going to get above those guys. Well, okay. So will he will he ever be top twelve? Oh, will he ever be top twelve? He's going to be top five quarterback in three years. Interesting. You don't think so? I mean, I don't know. I don't watch college football that closely. I heard he's a beast. <laughs> I heard he's a hair. Beast. I can't get by the hair. The hair. He can run. That's the thing about Trevor Lawrence. That he can run. Yeah, he can run. And they got rid of Minshew. As soon as they got rid of Minshew, he balled out. He was like balled up. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I could see it. I don't know if Christian would do that though. He does like that's a. I don't know. That seems that seems like a little much. I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to seeing Drew Brees on his team or, mm-hmm. or, or some of these other guys. I feel like I've always had an athletic quarterback, whether it was like Culpepper or, yep. or, whatever, or Newton or whatever. You kind of get Kaepernick. I think you had Kaepernick for a while. Yeah, I had Kaepernick for a while. Innes, I always kind of put in that with like, I remember like, so, or McNabb with Breen. Yep. Like, I, don't, I just kind of, I kind of don't peg Christian as a, one of those athletic quarterback. Like, yep. Although I never used to have, um, no, he never, no, he never had it. Uh, never mind. but uh, yeah i don't know I, it's 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 just it would be different but so the know. thing about the darren that's interesting is if he doesn't take a quarterback to me he's taking a running back because he always takes running back yeah i think he's taking a running back in the first round i mean you could get these guys later these quarterbacks who's he take though what what running back does he take a 10 michael carter like there's the thing about the running back position is crazy as that. there's not a lot of good ones after you get past the top four i think he could probably take um Elijah Moore, I, I, there's a lot of buzz about him and the uh, for the Jets, the wide receiver. Yeah. He's in the same position as Casey. Like Elijah Moore doesn't really need to blow up right now. They can yep. kind of figure things out in New York and and do whatever. I know he I know he leans running backs, but wide receivers are pretty valuable in this league. So you know it's not like he shies away from them. The, the interesting thing is there's a lot of good young receivers. The other guy we didn't mention that I think is good value, and I would be surprised if he doesn't get picked in the first or the early second round, is TJ Hawkinson. Somebody has to get 160 targets in Detroit. Well, how do you feel about it? You hate tight ends. No, I'll never pick a tight end. I, I wouldn't pick Pitts. Where would Hawkinson go? Like, if uh, Hawkinson wouldn't be a, a top-five pick. Somebody could just – No, he'll be early second round. Late for, I could see Darren picking a guy like Hawkinson. I could see wow. him going early first, early second round. See, I think somebody like Hawkinson, Noah Fant, Rob Gronk. Oh, like, I think he's way better than Noah Fant. I mean, Zach Ertz is a free agent. I, I think he. I think that Zach Ertz blows. I what? think Hawkinson will be. Zach Ertz blows. He has two. You're going to get a half point per reception for every time Zach Ertz gets yeah, the ball. Do you know how many more catches Hawkinson's going to get than Zach Ertz this year? I think Hawkinson could have like 90 catches. 
He, of all the tight ends that we just talked about, the only one I could see myself owning is TJ Hawkinson. Interesting. Wow. It goes back to my, I mean, my thoughts on tight ends are, I, I or my thoughts on players in general. It's give me the one I've seen, not the one that I haven't seen. And Hawkinson's still relatively new to, to me. I've only seen it for a year, maybe a year and a half. Ertz, I've seen that, but you said you take Pitts. How does that hold? You said you take Pitts. Pitts, well, I mean, that's the first round of the draft. I, we're, we're talking about a different situation there. Yeah. Actually, no, we're not. That's a good point. But I, I think that thank Pitts you. is a freak. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I think that Pitts is a freak athlete. So I, I, that, that does go against what I'm saying. But, yeah, I agree with you. Okay. But we're, I think our takeaway is we think the top six picks are pretty – like, obviously, there could be a surprise. But we both had the same guys going top six in different orders. Harris, Edwards, Chase, Williams, Sermon – Oh, I had Devonta Smith. Just, we, had, we had five of the top six the same. I cannot imagine where Devonta Smith goes outside that first round, dude. I can't imagine it. I got to look at that. Because if he was on the board with Mike Kyle Pitts, I'd look like an idiot then. I'd be like, uh, Pitts. And you'd be like, what are you doing? Dude. Oh, see, if you took that, then Darian takes Devonta Smith. See, this is one thing. Do we send this to the league? I didn't want to send this to the league. <laughs> People know I love Devonta Smith. I love Devonta Smith. I think Devonta Smith's going to be awesome. I mean, that's no secret. Everyone loves Devontae Smith. He's a great, you know what I mean? Like, not that's you, I not you. Well, <laughs> well, I think like, you know, if, if people don't know what the rankings are, I mean, I just haven't looked as closely at Devontae Smith as you have. He just hasn't crossed my radar as much, you know, I think, you know what I want, you know, one person that I wanted to get your take on is Devin Singletary is a name that when I first saw him cut, I went, oh, and then the more I looked at it, I was like, oh, no. yeah, I feel the same way. Okay. I was like, oh, man, Devin Singletary. And then I'm like, yeah. Okay. That's how so, I felt. I won't own Devin Singletary. And then no one likes Michael Carter. That seems to be the whatever. And then what about that guy Stevenson on the Pats? Oh, I wouldn't mind Stevenson on the Pats. He looks big. He looks, looks like, big. I think he's, I think someone will pick him. He could go early. Yeah. He could be a second-round pick. I can't believe you think I'd like Curtis Samuel. What's the, what's the matter with you? Well, you know who loves Curtis Samuel? Vito? Ryan Casey. Does he really? Oh, no, he caught him. I love Curtis Samuel. I'll, if Curtis Samuel is in the second round, I love Curtis Samuel. He was like a gadget player. Yeah, but he's there's another guy we didn't mention. I'm not going to bring up who I would love to pick. I don't really want to bring it up. Oh, okay. Someone, I, I don't even know who picks right before me, but the league has so much animosity towards me that someone will pick him right before me. No who, love for no love for uh, Marquez Calloway? Yeah, I'm with you on Mark and the want to see it first. Hasn't he been in the league for a while? I don't know. I just know that he's tearing it off with Breen right before me. Yeah, I'm not going to say who I like because Breen's right before me. <laughs> I'll definitely just pick him. All right. What about uh, one last take before before we get off here? Uh, what about Darnell Mooney? He ended up being the last yeah, guy on my bench. I like Darnell Mooney. I like Darnell Mooney. He's solid. I think he's – I would put him in that same bucket as those, like, second, third receivers on teams. Do you get lucky? Do you not get lucky? Him, Rager. I, like, those guys to me are pick your pick your preference and go for it. Chanel, like they're all right there. All right. And then, but I kind of put I put Curtis Samuel in that same bucket though. I put Curtis Samuel in that same bucket as those guys because I think he's the number two in Washington. I, the only so I was being facetious. I do like Curtis Samuel. I would never pick him because I have McLaren. That makes sense. I wouldn't yeah, want both. Yeah. I wouldn't want both of them. I, I'm telling you, man, those Redskins they don't look good. I mean, they have Fitz, so that'll be he'll throw, but ugh, that rough. No, I want turnovers. Just keep turning the ball over. I want like. 2019 Buccaneers turnover volume. Interesting. All right. So who's who's most apt to blow up the whole thing? Take the guy no one expect us to take. Oh, Casey, two. You think two? Yeah. No. I think, I think there's only three guys. Him. He's only, there's only three guys he's picking between. 
after listening to this, he'll take Gus Edwards, but that kid was taking Devin Singletary up until about no, the 15 no, minutes. No, 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 he's, no, 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 the pick every year. Yeah, but he picked Blake Bortles. But when was the last time he was his second pick? I can answer that question. Give me one second. I think Case is between, I think the top three, it's tough to mess it up. Casey was the third overall in 2018. He took Royce Freeman. Over who, though? Who was fourth and fifth? Tony Michelle, Darius Geis, Carrion Johnson, who he also took, Marshawn Lynch, who he also took. What an awful draft. What an awful draft. All right, then he didn't draft high there. Uh, he drafted fourth in 2016. He took Duke Johnson. Over? Over. Oh, oh, oh. he took him over Arian Foster. Blake Portals, who we also took, Sterling Shepard, Ken Dixon, Dante Moncrief. All right, that's not really an impressive. Uh, Kenneth but, Dixon was a Breen pick. Kenneth Breen loved Kenneth Dixon. Oh, God. And then who did he take here? He took uh, – no, no, he didn't take him. See, so to me, I, I, I'm of the mind. The he first Monte three... Ball. He took Monte Ball in 2013. Yeah, it was Tavon Ball. Austin, which we've already talked about. I don't want to talk but, about that. But Joe Bernard. Monte Ball wasn't a bad pick. Monte Ball wasn't wait, a bad pick. Wait, wait, wait. 2013, Tavon Austin first, Breen takes Gio Bernard, Casey takes Monte Ball. Finally, I come in at four and straighten all you clowns out with Eddie Lacy because you guys didn't know what you were talking about. And then Dedarian takes Bell, and then, and then oh, Ivory, <laughs> Ivory after that. What an awful pick. Casey at three took Ball. Yeah, but that wasn't a bad pick. Do you remember that draft? He's a first-round pick, and the Bucks, the Broncos had no running back. He didn't, know he, was, he didn't know he was a raging alcoholic. Casey Brian Casey believes in the character of people, Pete, and he did not think that anyone would resort to that. He's a purist of the game. Brian Casey is walking out of there with like Wayne Gallman on on Tuesday night. I'm uh, telling see, you, right? I think, I think you're. To me, it's not even Case that you're underestimating. I think there's a clear to to me those top three, even top four picks. I think it's really hard to mess them up. Because I just think if you, to your point. If you just follow the wins, Harris goes, Williams goes, Edwards goes, Chase goes. And if you mess up Gus Edwards because they sign whoever, he gets, say la vie. Like, what are you going to do? I got a hot take, and I was waiting for late in the podcast to drop this because I, I want to make sure people are listening late. You ready for this? I think that nothing changes with Gus Edwards. I think that just as somebody that watches every single Ravens game, I'm telling you right now, Gus Edwards has a role that isn't going to change. And just because J.K. Dobbins left, they're not going to replace J.K. Dobbins with another running back. You know who the running back's going to be? Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. So he is going to run. Gus Edwards is going to come in for a blow. And it is the biggest game for Lamar Jackson ever, losing J.K. Dobbins, because they are going to run, 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 run. But there is – Gus Edwards will still have his 50% of the carries that he had – but they got like seven or eight running backs there. That they, I, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Gus Edwards. How many, how many carries did Lamar Jackson have last year? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. How many more? Like the dude's not that big. Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I think Gus Edwards has to be better. I think he has to, he has to have more of a role. Even if he gets five more touches a game, the Ravens offense is going to be one of the best running games in the league. I think Gus Edwards this season, if you want to win, is the second most productive draft pick this season. I mean, he can definitely, he'll definitely hit. I mean, he'll definitely produce early. But it's this season, but that's still the thing. It's the next year, Gus Edwards won't be a keeper. Whoever drafts Gus, here's my take. Whoever drafts Gus Edwards will not keep Gus Edwards. Oh, no, no. Gus Edwards is a, is a, a so if you're, but if you're picking Gus Edwards too, 
which is what you're saying Casey's going to do. You have to feel like I'm all in. Yeah, and he should be. He already is all in. Nothing's changed. Now, the more I talk this, this through, is, I think Case might. I think Case is going to take Javante Williams. This is the all-in year, Brian Casey. This is this is what you have to do. The Can I change my mock draft? Can I change my mock draft? Yeah, sure. I think he's taking Javante Williams. I'm going to rechange it because I'm just talking this through. I think he's going to pick. Where, where does Edwards fall? Because Lloyd's not going to take him. Green. Ennis is going to take him. Green. Green. No, Dedarian would take him. Dedarian's had him in the past. He liked him. I don't think so, dude. I think the Dar- I think I overlooked a bit Javante Williams because he has Melvin Gordon too. I think he picks Trey Sermon. If if Williams is gone, Dedarian takes Sermon. He's been sending us updates about Gus Edwards. Like he's yeah, been but texting. That's because he's harassing Case. He doesn't actually think that. Why is he harassing Case? I don't know. He harasses everybody. Why does he do everything that he does? Green has Dobbins. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. So huh, I'm gonna change my mock. I'm gonna change my mock, and I, that way we can just do more. So I've got – oh, actually, I just subbed those two guys out based off my mock from before. So I, bottom line on, on Gus Edwards and kind of the, the point that I was getting across is I think that that's a huge win for Lamar Jackson. I was pumped when it happened. I was like, oh, my God, because there is no – Gus Edwards isn't, isn't like a plug-and-play guy. He's – Who's he's the – I was looking – doing some – they have another guy who might be worthy of a draft pick. They brought in this guy – Tyson Hill, I think his name. No, Tyson something. No, I think, I I think it's Justice Hill still. So Spaces there is old buddy. So Justice Hill's still there, but he's like a third down back. He's like Kevin Falk. He just catches out of the backfield. He does pass protection. He's a little guy. He's kind of like Darren Sproles. Huh? But um, so he's just gonna stay in that role. Edwards is not a main, he's not a featured guy. He's just a he's just a bruiser, man. He falls forward, which is great, but he can't handle 20 carries a game. And I think Jackson will. I think they're gonna throw, and they're gonna, and he's gonna run. I think it's gonna. I think Jack's gonna win MVP. <clears throat> nah, no way. I'll take the opposite side. What odds do you want? You'll take the field. No thanks. <laughs> uh, All right, so it? let's recap. Wait, wait, wait. You, who is the fantasy MVP? What do you think? Player? Yeah. Kyler. Wait, what? Kyler Murray. You think he's the best player? Yeah. He's gonna win you this league. No. So I think there's one player every single year that pops and wins the league, right? Who was it last year? Kamara? Maybe. I don't know. Like Lamar Jackson, I feel like there's like he he was that that year. And then I had it like the Chris Henry year. Like I feel like there's always like somebody that like pops and I I, I can't think of. Christian was Kamara last year. Kamara had a great run. There was McCaffrey one year. And like if you just had that guy, you're like, uh, well, that's over, you know? So I think, I don't know. So there's two, there's two guys to me that I always think about that as who both wins you the league and who takes, takes a massive leap. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I can't get Ennis's team out of my head is I think he has the two candidates that take the massive leap. Ooh. He wouldn't trade them because I tried to get both of them in the same <laughs> Who are they? C.D. Lamb and Clyde edwards I think C.D. Lamb, assuming Dak Prescott is healthy, takes the leap. Yeah, I agree with you on C.D. Lamb. Only because I have so much invested in Michael Gallup every year. I always get him and he's, he's free, Gallup's available. Yeah. And I'm and and he's available at the time where I need to draft. And yep. because of that, CD Lamb is gonna be fantastic and yep. never let Michael Gallup yep. take the field. So yep. um it's yep. just the way it works. You know what'd be interesting is if um the Ravens uh brought in Todd Gurley today for an interview. Dude, that'd be insane. He's from Baltimore. And that's a good oh, is he really? I could yeah. I mean, he's not gonna do anything though. No, he's washed, but whatever. All right, so let's recap. Folks can go to bed. We've got you only have an eight-person mock draft. <laughs> yeah, you have 
in his take, let's just go one by one. So yeah. in it, we both have Najee Harris. He told me he might as well have told you. Yeah. Casey, I switched mine to Javante Williams. You have him taking Gus Edwards. Yeah. We both have Lloyd taking Jamar Chase. Long-term play, good young player. Mm-hmm. For the four pick, I have Ennis taking Devonta Smith. You have him taking Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Fifth pick, we both have Dadarian taking Trey Sermon. Mm-hmm. Sixth pick, I have Breen taking Gus Edwards. You have Breen redrafting A.J. Dillon. Seventh pick, we both had similar logic on big receiver who Spades wants to build around, can be a good young guy. I have Michael Pittman. You have Lavishka Chenault, whatever his name is. LaVishka. The second of Spades' pick, you have Kyle Pitts. I think he rolls the dice and picks a long-term play and goes ETN. You didn't make your pick in, in here. I pick Curtis Samuel. Sounds like it would be more like LaVishka Chenault, Michael Gallup, someone like that. And then I have Dedarian for the sake of the mock taking Trevor Lawrence. I really just want to talk about quarterbacks. I would be shocked if Darian took a quarterback at 10. Yeah, yeah, absolutely shocked if he took a quarterback at 10. Just because, I mean, not that, you know, and he, he needs it obviously on paper, but I, there's values to be had later in the draft. And, so here's, and, I'm going to leave on this question. Okay. Do you see yourself picking a rookie quarterback this year? No. I, no, I mean, Brady. I have Brady and, and Jackson. I'm, I'm one of the odd teams with two quarterbacks. Um, it's, it's not that I don't like him, man. I really like this crop of quarterbacks. I love Mac Jones. I think he looks great. I don't know what he's going to be like fantasy-wise, but just as a fan, I think he looks awesome. Um, and I think, you know, Fields, I think he looks incredible. I, you know, I like the kid in San Francisco. So it's – it's um, I, I don't think there's enough for me to kind of go in it. I think they, I think that they got a, a couple years before I need one, but I don't know. What about you? I'll pick one. I don't need one. I'll pick one. Really? Yeah. There's one that I think is like revolutionary game changer. Ooh, and you're too scared to say it on here. Huh? I'm not going to say it. People spite me. The other thing that's going to happen tomorrow, I'm going to guarantee it. What? There's going to be a big trade announcement tomorrow night. I hope not. Listen, Eight. trades really mess me up. Eight. There's going to be a big trade tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, you said that the first podcast too. You're like, I'd be surprised if I didn't make it. Just leave it. I want to leave it at that. League. Yeah. League. Oh, you want two. That's what you want. League. I, okay. League. Yeah, you Don't want tell two. me I'm not going to make moves. There'll be, a big trade There'll be a big trade announcement tomorrow night. All right. Yeah. We kept it short. The future of the position. Mike Kelly takes two, a tongue of Aloha. I don't think two is a starting quarterback in Miami midseason. I mean, they're already trying to replace him. I think they're going to trade for Watson, and Watson's going to be their starter. I think I Watson mean, gets suspended for eight games, whatever they do, and he's a starter in the second half of the year. Did you see the Texans said they're going to bench him every single game? I saw it. I love it. I love it. I love Spike. But I've been following it. Miami's interested in him, and they made an offer, right? I think so. Houston said they're not trading him. The coach said something like in the news, the guy, the, the guy that used to coach the Pats, he said something in the news about like how they want high character individuals or something. So like it made it sound like they didn't, but anyway, this is real football, not fantasy stuff, but it seems a little, it seems a little weird. I wouldn't want anybody talking about bringing another quarterback if I was a quarterback. Nope. All right. So let's uh, eight 30 tomorrow night. Looking forward to in take and Najee Harris. Oh man. I got to go do draft prep. I didn't even know. I got to go look up this Devonta Smith character. You got to look up the, you're picking him at nine if he's there. See you tomorrow. I know. <laughs> All right. See you, buddy. Bye.